What the deal, Playboy? What's good, Josh? Your man, DJ Playboy, back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. And you know I hate doing an episode without my dog, my partner, my guy. And this time I don't have to. We in the building. Like I'm Keith. Walk on, Regin. I'm good, man. Everything is everything, man. And <laughs> <laughs> the year off, right, man? We had to give y'all one more episode for the year. You know what I'm saying? Last one for the year. What's going on, brother? Everything is good, man. That cold weather hitting. Family's okay. doing good. Looking, looking for a Christmas village to go, to go tear up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. That's what, this is Little Man's second Christmas. Second Christmas, yeah. That's dope. That's dope. Um, now nah, it's always, it's always uh, uh, run to the to the final. What's it called? The final uh, finish line. My fault. When you gotta uh, get everything, you know, what I mean, keep that Santa fantasy alive for the kiddies and everything. Do what you gotta do. So, um, now that's dope. That you know, what I mean, you you part of the you part of the fraternity now. I mean, you know how it is with these kids. But your son probably don't even care about gifts like that yet, right? Nah, not really, man. He's, he's still at the phase where he prefer the, the the tape and the paper more than the gift that's inside of it. Exactly, yeah. exactly, man. Um, later on in this episode, we definitely gonna talk about you know the top stories of the year. Um, and then uh, definitely some of the biggest news uh that's been happening in the past week uh but before we get into that man it's you know we got to check in on our on our on our brothers and, and talk to each other man and i had a funny story happen to me this week i wanted to tell you about man i went to the car wash and um it was me and i want the fam you know what i'm saying and we got the two vehicles and we, we were washing them at the same time Baller. So, you know, exactly. i went to the car wash with two vehicles <laughs> roll both of them bitches in there no it was wife you know wife used the other car and whatnot so um we went we vacuumed them out we cleaning them so I get in there, right? And uh, you know how your Bluetooth connect to your 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 thing as soon as you close to it, right? <laughs> yeah. So so I'm in the joint, right? And um I got music playing, um, and it's playing in my car or whatever, but then I wanted to call them in the other bay and tell them, you know, figure out what the plan was when we leaving there. And I start hearing like <clears throat> and I'm thinking, you know what I'm saying, like that's somebody rolling up behind in the next online, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They wanna they wanna wash their car next and not really noticing nothing. And then I'm call, so I call her, but it connects to the Honda in the, in the other bay. Yeah. So I can't hear nothing. I don't know what's going on. And then that that bloop, bloop was getting louder. And I look in my mirror, and the shit is hitting my car. <laughs> the shit that goes around your car, like to wash it, yeah. it's one of those touchless joints. That shit is actually hitting. It's touch like ain't nothing supposed to be touching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the shit is actually hitting my car. And I'm looking at it. I'm timing. I'm like, yo, that shit about to hit my mirror. Yeah. So it hits my mirror. And my mirror, I guess, is built that like if a car were to drive by it, yeah. it just bends back, right? Um, because it, you know, and it could bend in when you if you want to close it. Oh, hold on, my alarm going off. It could close it when um, yeah, if you just want the joint to not not be open so no one can hit it. So um, it bends backwards, and I'm looking at it, and then the shit stops, and then it goes again, and it's coming the other way now. And I'm like, oh, this shit about to break the fuck off now because that shit's already <laughs> bending backwards. So I'm trying to call my girl. And um, so now the shit hits it. It, it, it bends back right back where it should be. It, like it closes in and it's going back the other way, still scratching my car and everything. So I'm like, fuck it. I ain't just going to let my shit get fucked up. So I'm trying to move <laughs> but not get hit as the shit's coming behind yeah. me or whatnot. So I'm trying to like shift. I'm like, maybe I did something wrong. Maybe I came in here the wrong way. So I'm trying to adjust my shit so now I won't hit my mirror. That should come around one more time. Smack the shit out of my joint. <laughs> uh, so tight, bro. Um, Does your shit break, break whole off? time I'm trying to call them. They can't hear me. Yeah. What was your question? They, they try. They um, It broke off? Nah, I didn't break oh, okay. off. My shit's strong. My shit built four tough. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. the shit ain't break off. And then the shit had like scratches on it. 
And I got it. I was, bro. But I was just so happy that my mirror. Now, the mirror is like a little, like, damaged a little bit. But it still do everything. Like, the mechanism still work. The the auto mirror or whatever still work and all that. But as you could tell, there's, like, something. It don't, like, sit the same way as the other joint. Yeah. Bro, I was so tight about that shit, man. Like, and it's scary because it's one of them car wash things. It's like you stuck in there. Yeah. Like, ain't no stop button. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you, like, panicking. And it's, but, but you hey, don't, can't nobody, don't nobody know your face. Yeah. It's like drown. I, I don't know. Like, like I guess drowning and, 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 like, nobody around to help you. You know? I remember one time I almost drowned. And it was a spring break. And I had to, like, grab somebody's swim trunks. That's crazy. And that was the only way. <laughs> that was the only way he helped me. But I would imagine it's close to that. Like, yo, this, you know what I'm saying? Just people around you. Nobody know you suffering and that shit like that. But... Bro, that shit that shit blew my heart that day, man. I was so tight. Yeah, man. That's that's some um, Instagram shit where they be having them um, <laughs> fail army and shit. Like <laughs> accounts be posting a dude fighting with the car wash mechanism. Bro, I, I for a second I was tempted. I was like, what's the stop button? I'm like, I can't get out. This shit gonna fucking <laughs> fuck me up. What? I'm gonna slip on the floor. <laughs> like... You think that shit like a treadmill where you just pull pull the little stop shit? Nah, man, that shit is when it cleans the car, that's it. Ain't no reversing on there, that right? <laughs> Hell yeah, man. But um, yeah, yeah. That was that was my week. <laughs> that shit had me so tight. And then you you know the other shit I was dealing with a flat tire. Yeah. Um so that was it's just a bunch of car shit always going on. But you can't get mad, man. You know, that's just that's the minor shit. And, and like I said, I, I I came out of that one like God is good, man. I'd be tight if I had to pay for a mirror right about now. <laughs> I can only only imagine, man. And then you gotta watch your shit break. If it did, you know, God, you know, thank God it didn't. But like, you just gotta watch your shit just be bent back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then eventually just fall traumatic, off man. and just hang, be hanging by the one wire, the little <laughs> dangling. <laughs> I ain't gonna front. I, I thought the little uh, the auto mirror wasn't gonna work, man. As soon as that shit worked, I was like, all right, I can't even trip. <laughs> I can't get that man because I'd have been tight about that, bro. Because when you started that story and started talking about the 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 the, the rear view and shit, the side view, I was like, oh shit, you have to take that bitch back on with flexi seal or something. <laughs> you see, mad flexi seals, just all types of shit on it. With a caulking gun, blah. This will fix that shit. Like my bike pedal and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I seen, uh, I judge people that fucking, uh, they had the mirror missing. <laughs> I definitely drive, drive fast. I'm like, yeah. SMH. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get it, man. Like, what, what, if you get some unfortunate, not even like an accident, be some weird shit, like, so, like a kid ride his bike and crash into it and just knock your mirror off with some weird joint, like, <laughs> like a tree just fall into your mirror like your one of your, your glasses or something like that and you just gotta put a cardboard box with some duct tape on it it's like yo man that shit either do that or just drop $400 that you didn't expect to drop on the deductible yeah. <laughs> on the deductible bro for 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 a $250 mirror hell yeah <laughs> damn shame and then you gotta tell them the car wash story on top of it. They don't, <laughs> it's, not, it's not as entertaining than if it's not on the podcast. <laughs> but uh, man, yeah. Other than that, man, you ready for for the for the new year? You got any resolutions or anything? Nope, no resolutions. I mean, I would say the the old cliche one: working out, getting healthy. That'll last through January. Then we'll see what the other eleven months <laughs> look like. I got I got back in the gym this month. A word. Yeah, December was my month, I guess, to get back in there. I've been, I went this morning. Yeah. Um, but, but like, yeah, but maybe like three weeks ago, I, I started going. I went hard for the first week, then the second week I went hard, and then I think week three slacked a little. But then I'm starting this week. I guess it's week four now. I started off with a good notes. Went this morning. So. Yeah, I'm trying to. Um, I think because because I'm trying to do it early, I gotta uh, tighten up on my like my sleep routine. 
Like, mm-hmm. like not, not taking like a little nightcap of alcohol or whatever in the nighttime, trying to use my phone less in the nighttime yeah. and stuff like that, drink more water. Um, little stuff like that could, could, especially like if you're really busy or if you got kids or whatever the, the case is, like mm-hmm. shit like that could really put you back on track or knock you off of, off of your shit if you're not, if you're yeah, not doing yeah, it discipline. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now that that's my um thing for the for the O three for the O three for the two three O three took it back. <laughs> yo, sidebar, yo, I looked at um I came in, when I came in the gym this morning. I was, I got like in my back room. Yeah. Um, they must have gave us a drawstring book bag when we went to the prom. Yeah. Or some shit like that. And I was like, oh shit, that shit was twenty years ago. It was two thousand and two. Yeah. <laughs> Graduation, all that shit, twenty years ago. And I'm like, I thought about it and I was like. Yeah, it feel like 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say flute. I was like, it don't even fit. And I was like, no, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I felt about 20 years ago. 20, 20 but, um, years ago, man. Nine, five plus about 27 pennies. <laughs> nah, but in uh, 2023, I'm definitely trying to be more disciplined and organized. Uh, that was that was a goal for 22. I yeah. guess I stepped it up a little bit, but not to the level I wanted it to. So we we stepping it up big, big Playboy style in uh, 23, at yep. least, man. But what you were saying, just the cliche stuff like working out. Um, st- stop drink- drinking less, better sleep. Yeah, that's, that's what you're going for. Pretty much, not necessarily drinking less. I guess drinking earlier. I don't sound right, <laughs> but I'm not. Dr- <laughs> you sleep later bedtime, man. Be be messing up my sleep. You are, you are you are nightly drinking. Not no judgment. It sound like I'm judging. No, nah, not every <laughs> <You're> night. <nightly. laughs> no, nah, not oh, every damn. night. But like, I, if, if that was a judge, the judgment answer. Not every night. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, not every night. Yeah, I, right. Like probably. I have like two nights a week, like I, you know, like if the day was not even hard, but just long, and like in my head, I'm like, all right, man, my my gift to myself is go stream some shit after mm-hmm. after the kid is asleep, whatever, go stream some shit for an hour, just have like a a, a shot of whatever. I, I yeah, because drinking like is different than when we remember in our twenties, drinking yeah. twenty years ago. It's like um, drinking was like going hard in the paint. Now it's just like a, you know, a, a little. A, you know what I'm saying? A little whiskey. Or yeah. A little, you know what I'm saying? Shot or something. You're you not drink, going crazy. You're not binge drinking. You drink harder shit, nicer shit, but mm-hmm. like a lot less of it. Like you, and, and it takes you longer to kill it. Before, yeah. it was straight a Long Island iced tea. Rum, rum. <laughs> Five of them bitches in a two hour span. Just, <laughs> like, I'll get this shit in. And I'm like, oh, nah. But now it's just like, just a little something. Just when your nerves just start to feel it, like, ah, I'm good now. You just put it away. Yeah, before it was a fifty percent alcohol, fifty percent high fructose corn syrup. Word. Now, <laughs> now, now it's just you know straight alcohol. It's a little ice with it. You know yeah, you know what I'm smooth, saying. Smooth shit. Some <laughs> cucumber nectar type shit with agave syrup. <laughs> a little bit of, a little bit of rye whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Now nah, yeah. I hear you, man. I hear you, brother. Um, yeah. Now, so yeah, today we're gonna get into some. We're gonna start it off differently. You know, usually we end it off with "Have you heard?" But we're gonna start it off with "Have you heard?" And like I said later in the show, we gonna get to some of the top stories of the year. So uh, let's start it right up. My favorite segment, man. Keith, have you heard? Uh huh. Connected. I got a quest. And the question I ask you is, how bad you wanna know? Take headlines from like the past week or two, you know what I mean? And I, I tell him to my guy Keith, and he lets me know if he's heard. Um, first off, we gotta start off on a sad note. Unfortunately, man, we gotta say rest in peace to uh, DJ Twitch uh, from the Ellen Show. Um, also from I think uh, the name of the show was uh, "You Think You Could Dance." Mm-hmm. I think it was where he was originally discovered. Um, definitely a cool brother, from what I understood. Always looked like a happy guy. Unfortunately, committed uh, suicide. It looks like last week. Um, left a family of uh, two kids. Um, a third uh, stepchild as well as his wife behind. 
And uh, it just goes to show you, man, is what we see on the surface is like, yeah, I mean, you, you would, I, I, I seen him on social media. He's dancing with his wife. You know, you always assume the people doing the routines and the dance and they, they look like the happiest people. I'm like, shit, I can't even find time to clean the crib. I, think, and I got a clean crib. <laughs> and I think dancing. he got like three, uh, he, he survived by like three kids or something like that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like three young kids. And it was crazy. I think the video you're talking about was something like three days before his passing. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But it goes to show you just what you see on the surface isn't always what people are experiencing on the inside. And, um, no, it, 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 I, but, and like I said, I only really knew him from the Ellen show. Yeah. But if you would have asked me to describe some, what I thought that brother's mood was, I would have been like, he seems like really happy, content, like he's enjoying life. Yeah. And his whole persona, at least his public persona, is built on that joy, exuberance, and, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I didn't know him well until his passing, honestly. But just looking at his portfolio, it's not like, it's different. Hits different um, from, let's say, well, Heath Ledger. He wasn't suicide, but it was like drug abuse, like a, a certain type of, I guess, if you want to call it like self harm or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, unfortunately, passing. But it's, when we think about Heath Ledger's public persona, he was like a, a drama actor. So it's, it's, I think the average person's mind is uh, able to compute. Or even when you look at, um, I can't even find other good, good examples. There's a lot of like more. It's more drug abuse than it more is drugs, suicide. Like Britney, Britney Murphy, Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson. Yeah, you know, Prince. You do. Yeah, but somebody do actually killing themselves. Which is, that's the way you think about it. And tragically, he's like shot himself. Right. Like that's like yo. This where the persona, was, where persona was just joy. Like it, mm-hmm. he looks. His work looks like the type of joint where somebody, if they're feeling down, they're like, I'm gonna go watch this joint with DJ Twitch in it. But mm-hmm. like to see that he was tortured in that way, it's. It's tough to chew. Like on. Robin Williams, Robin Williams would be the best person I I, I would compare it to because he made so many people laugh. Right, right. He, was that was that intentional happy. suicide? Because people when it first came out, they made it seem like it was like um like an asphyxiation kind of like um sexual thing. Yeah, I don't. Oh, I, I, don't I, I thought he hung himself. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. I I, yeah, I could be wrong. I don't. I didn't. Maybe yeah. You might. I was the dude from Kung Fu. Who I think of. Yeah. I think of that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I saw a, like a meme. You think a meme is funny, but it was a meme, like a a picture show. It was like four people. It was Twitch, Robin Williams, and like two other people, and just people just saying, "Hey, like this is what depression or this is what suicidal thoughts looks like." And like they were all like these really happy, exuberant people. Like Robin mm-hmm. Williams is like on another level with like his exuberance. Like all like into I think he survived into his sixties, right? Like into his fifty late fifties, sixties. Like people knew yeah. him as that like wacky, happy, like. The type of dude, like his content is what you would go to if you were feeling down. But oh, let me throw on Mrs. Doubtfire or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah, hundred percent. And um, yeah, I think uh, just want to say also anybody out there who might be suffering from some the suicide hotline. Um, I believe it's now nine eight eight. You could text that or call that number. Um, it used to be the log the Logic song was the suicide hotline before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now they changed it. But yeah, definitely um, be yeah, a contact. You know that number if you're dealing with anything, and definitely checking on your friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I try to do that a little bit more. Um, it's something I, I want to step up a little bit more, just checking in on people and just making sure people are good and letting them know. You know, you you thinking about them? They on your mind? Not only when bad stuff happens, because we do that obviously in a tragedy or something else. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, let people know. You know, you yeah, we here for them. And and um, I had a neighbor. You know that happened to around this time of year. That um, that you know they believe that's what it was. And you just feel for people. You know what I mean? Like they because you don't know. You like and, and same exact personality trait you thought one of the happiest people always did stuff around the crib you know what i mean always was doing stuff outdoors outside the house for the fam 
Um, so if they hear something like that, you, you do feel for people. Um, and everybody goes through they go through, but, you know, everybody's mind isn't built to handle it the same way, so. Yeah, I mean, like when somebody's uh, having a tough time, you know, the, the old the old way, not even old, the current way is like, just cheer up, don't think about it, put a mm-hmm. smile on your face, but, it, you know, it's not that simple. Yeah, yeah. I heard a preacher say that yesterday, and he was referring to his son talking about being de- um being depressed, mm-hmm. and he was like, he's like, you didn't get that from me, and I was like, I don't know if that's the best way to look at it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It's sad, um, yeah. Romeo came out. Uh, he he had a post and said because Master P made a post for Twitch, right? And Romeo felt like Master P did not take it serious when he was suffering from uh, what he feels is similar to what Twitch is suffering from. Mm-hmm. Um, so he felt it was hypocritical for for. Uh, Master P to come out and make a public post at the same time, not, I guess, give his son that same grace. Right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it's funny, dude, yeah, well, in, in the terms of, like, we're that caught in the middle of the two generations. Yeah. They're, like, super open about their feelings now, and, and they are um, pushed to express how they're feeling. And in that old school way where maybe it was, like, you look down on getting type of mental help or therapy or something like that. And we're, like, in the middle of it now where we kind of, like, yo... You know, you gotta you see what happens when you don't pay attention to certain shit. Right, right. Yeah, so it's uh it's, it's definitely uh sad. But once again, rest in peace to Twitch and definitely uh you know his family condolences to what his family's going through right now. Uh, Keith, have you heard? Gunna is home. <laughs> the YSL um, Rico case. Your, your man Gunna uh looks like he pled guilty um to certain charges and uh, was allowed to come home. Time served. I did hear about that, and you you already know what the first thought of for everybody was. <laughs> but and, and Gunner knew that too. He put out a statement real quick because you you hear a Rico case, and for anybody who doesn't know, that's like some organized crime shit. Meaning that like you were engaged somehow in connect in connection with organizing crime in some type of team activity, whatever, whatever. Like it's a it's a it's a really uh, topsy turvy tangled. Like you're really caught in a web if you're legally in some kind of RICO case. And he was mm-hmm. in it. I mean, and when you think of a famous per- person in a RICO case, they try to make an example out of you. I mean, you know, you look at like the the mafia stuff like John Gotti or, or whoever. Exactly. So you hear that, oh, Gunna is home with time served. With all the, the true crime stories or even like just regular crime stories, when you think about The Wire or whatever other sh- show about organized crime, First thing you think is snitching, man. <laughs> you think you think. Yeah, well, we associate plea deal with that. Sometimes. Plea deal, yeah. So yeah, yeah, pleading guilty, anything like that, yeah. So uh, unfortunately for him, like he's in the like. If I snitch, my boys, like you and the and the rest of the crew, you'd be like, yeah, all right, you got to do what you got to do. You got a family, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's what we expected. <laughs> what we expected. We took you. I would be like, what took you so long, bro? You strong. You still in there? <laughs> He's like, damn, nine months, Keith. Shit, you know, I would have snitched, snitched before I went into the penitentiary. Before the arrest, I'm like, all right, I know why y'all here. Uh, <laughs> I heard through the grapevine y'all coming. <laughs> I heard y'all coming. Uh, look over there on my computer. Don't worry, there's no passcode. I typed up everything you need to know, baby. <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, I heard it's some flack from the streets. I don't know how much. I don't, you know, but. His well, well, young Gunner, that so young Thug's sister came out and um, you know, in defense of Gunner, yep, and said, you know, don't call him a snitch. Um, also, I believe somebody else from YSL the next day took a plea deal as well. Um, so it might be a little bit more um, collaborative, 
I don't know, collaborative, like, collaborative like, effort than we think it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so I heard a theory. Oh, also, uh, who said that? Uh, Lil Duval yeah. came out and said, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yo, don't be calling Gunners uh, a snitch until you know Thug come out and let us know his side of the story, how he feels. So, um, you know, it, there's a there's a theory out there that. Uh, YSL is still a record label, um, and it's still a profitable business, and you got to pay lawyers. So why not get the artist back there out, you know, to do what he do? Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and Gunna is the artist of the crew. No one, I don't think anyone considers Gunna, you know, um, out there doing dirt. You know what I'm saying? Or doing any type of uh, Gunna's a musician. Um, so let the musician go make the money. Yeah, I mean, that, that make a lot of sense, man. Just the way it, was, it rolled out like that. I, I feel. I had a, a, a feeling that like, it, it must have been some type of collaboration. It's just not clean cut like that where it's like, oh, well, he just completely took care of himself, especially knowing that when he comes back out, what he might have to deal with. But then again, you want to be back out like music career, no music career. You was like, oh, I want to be back out. Yeah, yeah. Well, to yeah, this the two ways to look at it because to your point of earlier, to stay in this amount of time, yeah, you would you would have done that already if he felt like it. But then I guess they said that about Sammy the Bull. That's <laughs> 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 <So>, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>, true. <laughs> like he's been here this long, y'all. <laughs> yeah. But but uh, are you shout out to that? I mean, uh, I mean, I got you know sad to say, but I'm kind of excited to hear everything unfold so we get the the full story because. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of um, legal creativity going on that, mm-hmm. you know, Young Thug might even be in a, a good place where, he, you know, if Gunna continues making money and holds it down. It, it, Young Thug is like the, the CEO of that label or something like that, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he could come out and even if he's in for a couple of years, like he'd come out and, and be in a, a solid spot. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then also the next day, I think evidence was thrown out from a uh, search mm-hmm. that was done at, um, a, a, I think, a few years ago at, at Young Thug's house. They said that evidence can't be used. Right. In this. So, you know, who knows what they, like you said, what, what they got going on, a little uh, legal jujitsu behind the scenes over there. Uh, but we do wish them the best. Um, also, Walmart had to cancel a uh, Gunner Holiday release giveaway following his release from jail. Um, just because the police in that area said that uh, they just want to be better prepared for the security that's needed for that type of event. Uh, I guess the amount of people that it would bring out and just what type of energy might be there. Um, but it, it looks like Gunner's, you know, trying to get back out there because Gunner was always a philanthropist. Like, I think Gunner opened up a, a supermarket, right, where people could just go and get free shit. Like, you know, if, you, if you're if you from in uh, um, need neighborhood, uh, neighborhood or you were in need of assistance, I think you were allowed to just go there and get what you needed. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. He got a lot of donations from a lot of places from around the country, and he would supply the, the, the store with, with what they needed. But from what I always understood of Gunner, he was in the streets doing a lot of give back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's good to have his energy back out here, and, and hopefully, you know what I mean, this this works out good for everybody. Yeah, um, I saw some headline that, like, pretty much the same week he got out, he was doing some kind of $100,000 giveaway for something. I just didn't read mm-hmm. into it, but I, I was like, you know, good for him, man. Yeah, and that's not you know some people be like oh that's PR that's no Gunner was always doing that yeah like I knew like I probably I've heard a lot more of, of Gunner doing that than even just about his music and his yeah. music you hear a lot about his music you know what I'm saying but I definitely was hearing about just how much he was always giving back and I always thought that was pretty cool that's the type of you know type of artist I be wanting the hip hop game you know yeah. what I'm saying like yeah, yeah give, give back you know what I mean um but and like I the, said the, the suspicion of snitching it was just hilarious because as soon because you know. Our uh, our culture, as far as how we consume media, is just in like these short little spurts. So mm-hmm. you take the little headline and then you start drawing inferences. The first thing I saw when I texted y'all the screenshot of the oh gun is released, time served. I'm like, oh, you already know what time it is, baby. 
so, so they, when they rolled in, they rolled in that Shake Shack. They rolled in that motherfucking. Uh, they got them some water burger and fucking hamburgers, fries, the, the the crinkly fries with the hot sauce and the, the special sauce and shit. Mother, motherfucking Dr Pepper, you know what time it was. Gunner was like, well, first was this nigga named Charles, right? Hand me that. Hand me the Cholula sauce, baby. <laughs> He's like, we seen this episode of First 48, nigga. Word, right, up. Word up. <laughs> nah, but like I said, um, unfortunately, we live, we can't live our lives on the internet because the internet's never going to wait for all the facts to come out yeah. before they uh, put their two cents and their opinions out there. So definitely, you know what I mean? Let's let's see how this all pans out and uh, yeah, hopefully the best, you know what I'm saying? But it, I do like that it gives us something to laugh about. I don't like that, it, you know, the snitching thing because I don't know, safety, his safety could be at risk right, in terms right. of people joking around about that. But um. I do like that it gives us something to talk about because people will move on in a week yeah. and not even give a fuck about this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's the thing. I think as things uh, continue coming out, because a lot of, I, nobody, to Duval's point, nobody from Young Thug's crew came out and said, oh, homie's a snitch yet. Because if it, that were the case, they would have been came out like that day. Yeah. Or that, that day, you know what I'm saying? They would have came out and, and you know. It'd be in protect, some type of protection, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so like they 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 wouldn't just come out like that. And I I think that's also why he's. It might be like yo, I'm right back to my philanthropy shit. I'm not hiding. I'm not you know what I mean. Yeah. I'm not in these streets. Like I got nothing to hide about. You know what I mean. So like that's that gives me further evidence to believe that there there might be something. Um, they're still all team and uh, I'm about to say it's still all gang, but no, <laughs> can't use that type of terminology. Ah <laughs> uh, man, Keith, have you heard? Uh, celebrities are getting sued nowadays for their affiliation to cryptocurrency companies. That I didn't hear. Um, yeah. I mean, I heard that. That crypto's having a tough a tough go at it. Well, another tough go at it because there's tons of people who who uh, invested in crypto a little bit too late. Uh-huh. <laughs> then the shit just <laughs> they got fell. it at the, at the height. <laughs> yeah, they, right, like right at the height, and then like it just bottomed out. But then it will spike again. Like, oh shit! I think this is the time, and then it bottoms out again. So this time, mm-hmm. uh, a dude, a whole dude went to jail and shit on some real ass charges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you talking about the uh, FTX, right? FTX, uh, yeah, that dude. Yeah. Sam uh, Bank Friedman or Sam Friedman Bank, yeah. whatever his name is. Uh, Sam um, Jackson or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, but have you heard of the Board Ape Yacht Club? I know you might have seen some of their work where you see those like monkeys as people's uh, profile pictures or avatars, I believe is what they call it. The young kids call it now. Yeah, the, um, <laughs> uh, what's the word for it? Um, uh, NFTs. NFT, yeah. That's like one of the yeah. most famous N- NFT, right? The monkey thing. Correct, correct, because yeah. you can you can customize it yeah. and you can do a lot of cool things with it, which I think is actually a little bit ahead of its time. I'm not gonna put my uh, you know I mean opinions out there on if you should invest in crypto, but I think that there is a market for it. I think the amount of money that people are investing in it is not there yet, right? Um, because even our you know, like like Reddit does that now. You see a lot of the avatar stuff blowing up now, and of course, obviously in video games, people love being able to buy things to customize their characters. Right. So there is a market for it. For what people thought it was gonna be, I don't think it, it quite was that. As you saw the you know the decline in the value of certain NFTs drop, but what people are getting mad about are uh, with the board ape yacht club specifically. Um, are they are they feel like celebrities such as Kevin Hart, Gwyneth Paltrow, Madonna, but Justin Bieber, um, Jimmy Fallon's a big one, Serena Williams, Snoop Dogg, The Weeknd, Post Malone, Steph Curry, who's also part of the FTX lawsuit of celebrities that are bunched in with that um, in that class action, but basically saying that they kind of misled people. You know what I mean? They were actually making money off in, in, in the case of some people like Jimmy Fallon. I believe Jimmy Fallon um, has a stake in the company that was processing the payments for the, these NFTs. So he was um, pushing on the show as if he was like kind of just investing in it yeah. when he kind of was on the back end already making 
you know money off of it. Yeah. Um, it's like it's like you know like how some people have to say yo. The Washington Post is owned by Jeff Bezos. If they got, a, if they're saying a story about him, yeah, or you know, what I mean, uh, Disney is the parent company of ABC. If they're promoting something uh, and acting like it's a news story, kind of, so it's like, yeah, they feel like he didn't cite that, so you know, he might be involved in that. These other celebrities, um, they they kind of misled people. But to me, I'm looking at it like, how we how are we involving the celebrities like in it? Um, and I guess the reason that they are is because they all had stakes in the company. It wasn't like, you know, they just got signed to do a, a Subway commercial. Right. It was like, no, they actually had stakes in on the back end. And then in the case of like a Tom Brady or a Steph Curry with FTX, they also appeared in the commercials. You know what I'm saying? So it's like your appearance is just going to influence people. You're an influencer. Yeah. You're the original influencer. You're a celebrity. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like to just, um, I, I guess I see where people's coming from, but I also on the other end of the coin is like, yo, you made an investment, bro. If it worked out the other way, it, you would have been happy. Right. So now it's like, because shit's going south, don't get mad at, 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 at the dealer, so to speak. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So these are investors who suing these celebrities? Uh, Let me double check. Yeah, I believe the lawsuit, um, they said it was seeks monetary damages of at least $5 million on behalf of the plaintiffs. Um, Yeah, so it appears that the... Yep, it, yeah, they are investors, um, stakeholders in Yuga Labs. Uh, which I guess uh, the parent company of the NFT is the NFT uh, board company, Board uh, Ape Yacht Club. That's bugged, man. You can sue anybody <laughs> nowadays. Not even just <laughs> nowadays, but just in general, man. I think lawyers are just getting more more creative. Like, I'm sure there's some professors in law school who's like, yo, you know what you could do? You know who you could sue? Right? <laughs> and these these law students is like, yeah, that's right. And just, they're just making like a whole generation full of lawyers. It's like, yo, man, we could sue like, you know, if you you showed your face on something, if you if you walk by in the picture, you could sue whoever. And I think that just in a larger generation, just like holding, there's a certain kind of accountability that's like just overboard. Just you know what I'm saying? So it's messed up, man. People just trying to get a bag. I'm sure Steph Curry wasn't looking at who the he might have know who the CEO was, but I'm sure like he didn't have no controlling stake, no decision making joint. Like, oh yeah, I'll take. You know, don't even don't even pay me in in cash. Pay me like pay me half cash, half shares. I don't know the deal. I don't know if this to be a yeah, fact, yeah, but just an example but, but of what people. I guess doing. didn't you think it was kind of weird when all these celebrities were getting down with like they were pushing NFTs, mm-hmm. and I was like, what are we even pushing here? Like I don't even. I from what I understood, the NFT was. I was like, I remember Dwayne Wade was one of the last people I knew that came out with one, and then it was like the Breakfast Club was doing one, and I was just like, what? I didn't even understand like why all the celebrities were getting on the bandwagon of it, and it felt scammy. In a, in a sense, it, to me, it, does, it doesn't feel scammy per se. It's more now when we think about paying with crypto. Crypto seems not a scam in itself, but it's very prone or like susceptible to to scam and shit. Like mm-hmm. people could people could could ask somebody for ransom in crypto. Literally, like whether it's they put a virus on your computer, like hey, yeah, pay me so much of thousands, hundreds of thousands in crypto, and I'll, I'll take the virus off or yeah, they could yeah. probably do that shit with actual, like actual kidnapping, like with real people and stuff like that, and in crypto, and not try in, a, in an attempt not to be traced and shit. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I, I think I kind of get it. it's kind of like art, like yeah, people buying yeah. art, like you buy a piece of junk that somebody says, "Oh, well, this was painted by the such and such a guy." I seen a documentary not too long ago, maybe like 
over five years ago. I guess that was long ago, but it was about a dude who had a lot of money. He's not an artist or nothing like that, but he just started painting mad shit to infiltrate the art world and make make bank off of it. Like he, okay, instead of like investing in like all the um, practice and all the pains and all the, the 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 tough roads that artists go through, like really hustling and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. he just paid for marketing. Like, he painted a bunch of bullshit and, like, paid... I guess he had money from something else. Like, paid for a studio to, like, have his exhibit. Yeah, because once you're in the building, you 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 must be hot shit. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. People came and just paid a bunch of money for his shit. So, yeah. I think, like, NFTs is, oh, that's interesting. Like, and it's digital. And I, I think just the, there's, some, there's some sexiness to it. There's some flash to it. Like, oh, well, you know, it's the digital thing. And I got this digital thing, but... I think there's some potential there because the, this whole concept. And it prevents of, fraud because fraud is big in the art world too. Right, right. Fraud is huge. So yeah. it prevents the fraud because it has like a digital kind of receipt. Yeah. Where the artist can continue to get paid off of you reselling it where that doesn't happen in physical art. Exactly. And yeah. I, I think it's just, just like artists, it's, just a, it's hard for most people to understand what the hype is all about. But people are literally making millions off of buying and selling art. Mm-hmm. So with the NFT, it's like, if you have like a customized logo or icon or, or even basketball cards, digital basketball cards, like people's like, what? what's the deal? But there are people out there buying that shit like for real. Because it has value to them. Like every piece of art. Exactly. It's worth something to you. It's worth something. Or everything, period. Yeah. I got an old yellow rain jacket from Banana Republic. I was going to donate it, but I'm like, let me sell this shit because somebody's willing to, to pay some money pay that for money. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're right, though. Nah, everything. Like, um, that's funny you say that because I, I got a magazine right next to me. It's a, uh, it's an old uh, GQ with Kobe. Yeah. And I was about to throw it away and I'm like, mm, let me see. <laughs> see what I can get for this on the, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and it's not even a scam. It's because the whoever that is needs it. Has it has value to somebody. Exactly. It has value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And that, bo- that board ape shit has value. Like, did you get down with the Avatar uh, trend last week where everybody was kind of like, uh, they had the AI like as their profile picture? They were changing it. I didn't get down with it, but I, I, I get it, man. I will, um, yeah. <laughs> when... Uh, I can't remember. So, Don, Don, uh, Donald uh, Childish Gambino, he had a video. He's doing a weird dance. I can't remember where. He, I guess it's every one of his videos. But there was one where like he had a shirt <laughs> like, this off. This is America. This it might have been. This is America. I had a Google Pixel at the time, and they, they had the whole AI, the the AR, the augmented reality joint, where like you could take a video of somebody in your crib and like drop uh-huh. him. He'll be dancing in the video and shit, dancing all in the video. <laughs> and like it was like a big thing, and it had other shit like um. Like all the Star Wars shit and all that, uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I could see how they trying to make a big thing out of it. Yeah, no, no, every, everything, everything that they, it's just trendy. Yeah, cause everybody gets on board with shit. Um, and it brings us to our next story because one man, we can sit here and be like, "Yo, you silly, you spent all that money on NFTs, now you mad, you suing high." <laughs> but on the, other, <laughs> on the other end though and not not to sound too kanye by hyping up somebody who's considered an asshole but shout out to donald trump who made 4.4 million off his digital trading cards in one day <laughs> but selling them for 99 did you see this nonsense selling them for 99 uh dollars each uh more than 4.4 million in one day sold out all 44,000 of his nfts and and that just goes to show you if there's value to something <laughs> and they're gonna do it and i gotta i mean like i said he's he's a he, he, he's not the the best person <laughs> yeah. out there but he's not he's a smart man i gotta respect the hustle bro he knew his value yeah i mean he has a a, a cult following and yep. you know so i mean why not i saw i didn't know he he it was successful though i didn't i did not know that 
But uh, people were clowning him coming out with it, right? They I knew were, like, that. Like, what you? I, yeah, 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 I knew he was selling it, and he had a, a weird like a video where he's really not good at reading off of scripts and teleprompters. He was like, <laughs> "This is a Donald Trump NFT." I mean, you could get you know, it was it was weird, but yeah. it, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, um, like Obama, he wasn't selling this stuff, but like. Mad people still got the like the the next morning's newspaper when he won the election and I still do too yeah, yeah got that poster you know that joint that Warhol looking joint mm-hmm. yeah, the, the people still got all that type of shit so yeah it, it makes sense he's selling it oh yeah the obey the obey posters when he was coming out with the uh, change I think it, it would say on it or, yeah like uh, cha- yeah. yeah obey made that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, the, guy, the guy who owns Obey. Oh, who, well, uh, I didn't know that. But yeah, I mean, like, all that type of stuff. So it makes sense. Yeah. Um, no, nah, but yeah, shout out to Trump, man. That's, that's nuts. Like I said, 44,000 NFTs. Um, did you see the cards? They're like a parody of himself, too. That's, I think, the best part. It's like, it looks as if somebody else made them yeah, to make yeah. fun of them. Right, right. <laughs> but they're just like, I guess people are like, fuck it. I just want to have them to have them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, he was a wild boy. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a sign of the times. I, uh, when I say a sign of the time, I mean like this thing's actually a sign of the times, like some shit you would put the, in the back of a yearbook or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or some G shit. Like, yeah, yeah you're right. Because it, it like um, just shows the time. And like I was looking him up and I'm like, is this even real? Like he's, like, <laughs> I'm like, is this the SNL version of it or is this the real shit? But it's it's really him as like holding a gun. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a superhero in some of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it, it, shout out to Trump, man. He, he knows what he's doing, I guess. <laughs> I don't think it's, I don't know how, how great his election is going to be you know this, this go around I guess that goes to show if people are going to take him serious or if they look at him as kind of like you know somebody peddling I don't know what do people peddle after they run for usually they write books after they yeah, they write books <laughs> and they, they do speaking yeah. fees he's like nope not me <laughs> not me I'm, a, I'm making merch <laughs> <laughs> and that makes sense man I mean the, the truth is he was an unconventional president so he can't do a, a conventional shit I'm, people are going to buy his book but it's like it's not the same as like if, if when if you Ulysses Grant writes a book or if Obama writes a book, like it's just mm-hmm. different. So it makes sense he would go to like retail and shit, low, you know, selling NFTs and shit. Hundred percent. Um, Keith, have you heard what we got here? Elon, he was a little tight <laughs> at journalists, man, that were uh, tracking his airplane, his jet, and he uh, he banned certain journalists, kind of tied them in with that. You know, it, they weren't they weren't part of the people tweeting where his jet was at, but I believe they may have reported recently about that uh, account. And he figured, yeah, well, let's just tie them all in and get all my enemies out of here at once, <laughs> and banned uh, some famous journalists yeah. that, that were they seem to be more left leaning, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they believe that's more uh, uh, liberal. Um, but like I know Keith Olbermann was one of them. I know there was uh, a couple CNN reporters that were on that list. Um, our homeboy Jason, I seen an angry tweet that he wrote. He was <laughs> he's just mad, mad at who was banned. So you know what I mean. Um, but Elon did say he'll let them come back if they delete the tweets uh, that may have reported uh, about where his plane was at, or even reporting on that account. Um, and I guess some people either could opt into that or they had the right to appeal. Um, but it does look like a change of uh, just mentality, or, or, or I guess what the code of twitter is going to be when elon comes in there preaching free speech free speech and then it's like yeah nah i think i think some of those rules they had in place yeah. <laughs> were there for a reason you know what i mean yeah e- elon's a doofus unfortunately he's, a bi- <laughs> he's also a billionaire <laughs> so it's like you know what i'm saying <laughs> dude dude runs a car company and you know he can't, he can't comes and then is managing one of the, the biggest media outlets 
in the world. And it's unfortunate. It just is what it is. But I guess that's the price we pay for our reliance on shit like that. It reminds me of when athletes get record companies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, what are you, why are you in, what you, that's not what you do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But what Elon, I've heard theories that what Elon could be doing is similar to Jeff Bezos owns, um, you know, the Washington Post, um, billionaires own, uh, well, Scott who owns Fox. Um, Shit, uh, Rupert Mur- Murdoch. Rupert, Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. So these billionaires own these media companies, and he's just doing it the twenty twenty three way. And he owns a social media company that they all have to report their news on anyway. Yeah, but it, however, uh, they they don't have their direct hand like their hands are not directly in it. Like they're yeah, they're yeah. a few degrees away where they can say stuff. They can give like their general vision, and whoever is are their their bosses under them, their capos can. Mm-hmm you know set out running the different like let's say murdoch um managing the messages that they're delivering in their respective ways but it's not like rupert murdoch straight up saying hey uh robert Kraft, make sure you write a dope profile on him but like maybe in their board meetings he's talking about that and his underboss say i get it and then kind of lays it down exactly lays it down down the the, the way they want to but now he's coming straight up like hey i don't like that dude right there you know get him off of twitter it's different, or even Jeff Bezos with the post, like, like they go write, they get, they're not gonna write a straight up hit piece on on their on their owners, but sometimes they'll write stories that include the owners in it. Like if you talk about Amazon, mm-hmm. you got to talk about Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Um. No. No. One hundred percent. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So yeah. What I I seen this morning when I was at the gym was he put a poll up and he was like, should I step down as a CEO of Twitter? Which I think is the right thing to do. Like, wh- why are you even there? Like, your Tesla's hurting because you're there. Yeah. Everything looks bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't. You can still own the company and ha- like you just said, keep have your influence in it without every headline having to be about you. Like, you got booed at a Dave Chappelle show. You are. <laughs> like, I, but it was in San Francisco, so I don't know what he thought. Like, yeah, yeah. they hate you. Like, they hate you out there. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, Dave Chappelle might get booed in San Francisco. So, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Especially nowadays, Dave Chappelle. You got to watch where he goes. Exactly, exactly. But, um, nah, yeah, I, 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 Elon, it's unnecessary. And it's a ton of money spent. I think he got so I know he wants a return on his investment. So yeah. he wants to see something come out of it. Yeah. But um, Keith, moving on, man. Twenty twenty two, great year, man. I had a great year. Um, I, no, I was about to say you had a kid this year, but your kid was born twenty twenty one. But 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 you you know what I mean you, you you first year with your kid, first yeah. full year, yeah, with your kid. So you know some beautiful things happening. Um, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I think we gotta look back on this year. I remember uh, a post that I made on YouTube a year ago. It had Deion Sanders in it. It had uh, Brittany Renner, and it was like the Pornhub stats. And it's funny because one year later, Dion's still in the news for going to Colorado. Um, a different Brittany is in the news, not not Renner, but Griner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, back home in America. Shout out to Brittany. Um, and the Pornhub stats are still the Pornhub stats. They're still showing us things about <laughs> ourselves and about our countries and about just how everybody's pretty much the same wherever you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, porn is a big thing, man. Um, so the 2022 stats came out. And showed us that um, in 2022, the number one search was reality. Um, I was into reality porn years ago. I was, a, I was, I was trendsetting. <laughs> reality was one of my favorite things. I was like, You're that's like the homemade ones. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Um, that grew this year. Um, gender, uh, the transgender category grew 75%, and Brazil became the number one mm. uh, that searched for that. Um, group sex is number three. It grew by 34%. Um and 133% gain for Orgy. Uh, outdoors is a big one, not number four. Uh, positions is five. Number six is feet. 
and uh femdom coming in at number seven <laughs> um i think that's in america um no no i think that's worldwide right there yeah yeah. the number the top 20 countries by traffic united states coming in uh big time uk right underneath us and and france japan and mexico topping out the top five um what do you think the number one viewed category for america is keith I'll give you three choices. I'll give you three choices. Politics. Uh, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> uh, MILF, um, Ebony, or Reality? No, I wouldn't even be able to guess. <laughs> Did you just say Reality uh, was... was uh... Reality's number one worldwide. Mm. Reality's number one worldwide. Uh, but in uh, America, Ebony is uh the number the number uh one viewed category in America. Um I think that might I, I have a theory. I don't know why. I feel like the whitest of dudes love love women like that look like Megan Thee Stallion. Okay. And like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I feel like the the popularity of female rappers, I think that might I don't know, maybe that that inspires a lot of things. Um just like I feel like a Dr. Umar type like watches like women that look like Coco or Iggy Azalea. Mm. <laughs> so I feel like like definitely like the Ebony is the, the category is leading, but yeah, I was a little bit surprised by that. I didn't I thought it'd be one of the weirder categories, but not something old school regular like Ebony. The fact that we still call it Ebony. <laughs> but but I mean in 2023, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't think uh, diversity and inclusion is is a big thing in in the pornography industry. You think they're not, You think it's so big in the United States compared to other countries is because it's an American company, right? I would imagine they got their own stuff, right? That they watch. Yeah, yeah, I'd imagine. I mean, a lot of countries, just in general, as far as the media they consume, a lot of them got like a lot of American media is is big in other countries, but like they'll have their own shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, so I'm, I'm like the 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 America's by leaps and bounds, <laughs> uh, killing it. Um, Gen Z, they're into that threesome, virtual reality, and cosplay. Um, that's eighteen to twenty four. Gen Y, did they release like an entire report of all these numbers? Oh yeah, yeah, that's their new thing. It's a whole lot of yeah, it's they, a whole they, lot of stats, man. It sounds like one of them sports shows <laughs> that be going through the next gen. <laughs> Uh, I guess 25 to 34, that's right below us. They into Asian threesome and MILF. That's their top three. Um, our generation, which is 35 to 54, Gen X, is cream pie, MILF, and scissoring. And anybody older than that is a boomer. And they into hand jobs, <laughs> mature, and babe. I don't know. It looks like just you into what you... I, I guess it kind of makes sense by age. If you into virtual reality, Gen Z, I couldn't imagine our generation being into that. Like, I don't even know how to turn my PlayStation VR on. <laughs> like, to be honest I didn't even know PlayStation had VR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we like, yo, this is porn in VR. <laughs> uh, top stories in general, man, just for the year, Keith. What, what do you think the top, like, in, just like in, in your opinion, what was one of the top stories that, like, stuck with you this year? Top story that stuck with me this year, um, probably Katanji Brown Jackson. She became um, the first black woman on the Supreme Court, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, that was Um, a big one. Definitely Brittany Griner, her her arrest and well subsequent release. I don't even know which one is bigger, the the arrest or the release, because both of them were were huge. I didn't get to talk to you about the release. What'd you think about it? Were you uh, surprised? Did you think she'd be in there a little bit longer? I could tell that the White House had had um. They had they had a bit of motivation to get her out, like communicating with with her uh, Britney's wife and all that type of stuff. 
So I, I had a good feeling that they they would be more open to doing a prisoner swap than we've seen in the past, where people are we absolutely don't negotiate with terrorists and all this type of stuff. And um, so like I, I really wasn't surprised when they they swapped that murderer. For, or whatever, or what, what was the dude? What did he do? He's an arms. He's dealer, an arms right? dealer. Yeah, yeah. He, he, like yeah. a big time arms dealer. A lot of deaths. And, yeah. and doing a prisoner swap for her, who was caught on like, pretty much, just having having like a, a incidental amount of hash, hash oil or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I just wasn't. And then after hearing that he had already served something somewhere around ten years, I didn't even know that part at first. But that even made more sense to me. Oh. That that swap makes sense, especially somebody of uh, Brittany Griner's profile who means so much to the country, to America, and all the type of stuff. It, it just made sense. You think the Biden administration's being um, unfairly judged? I guess because a lot of people saying we lost it, or because Paul Whelan was left over there, or because of the um, stature of a criminal that Victor Bout was, that we lost the trade, so to speak. Um, or are you less critical of the Biden administration just because you know, like you said, how long he was in there? The uh, motivations like something big that they're saying is they do it for it's like a political play because she's black she's a woman and she's a lesbian um so like to appease to those groups uh i, I don't agree with that and i'm just saying with how the other side feels i'm happy she's home yeah of course well so one is um of course we lost but sometimes you need to lose deals to, to get what you, you know what i'm saying like it's mm-hmm. it's clear like they got uh the biggest arms dealer versus somebody who had a little bit of hash oil that wasn't yeah. i wouldn't even do nothing to her you know what i'm saying like it probably <laughs> relax you for an hour or two. So yeah. yes, I think we lost, but I think as far as like getting an American back, I think it was, it was totally worth it. Now, as exactly. far as Paul Paul Whelan's white, right? Yeah, expert. And he was in the military. To mm-hmm. be honest, just thinking from like a shrewd negotiation standpoint, I think they held him out. They said they kind of set. It's kind of like. In sports, Rudy Gobert, right? He's good, but he's not that good. But he he got he traded something crazy. Minnesota uh, Minnesota traded something crazy to get Rudy Gobert from from Utah. People are like, what? If Rudy Gobert's worth that, what is Kevin Durant worth? Right mm-hmm. so, to the point where Kevin Durant couldn't be traded because they like we we would like to pay Kevin Durant pay more for Kevin Durant than Rudy Gobert, but no one can afford that. Like it be so he set the, he set the bar exactly. So now. Yeah. Now we got uh we tr- we made the trade we made for Brittany Griner. The truth is, Rush is probably like imagine what we get for Paul Whelan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, he, he's sitting on espionage. It, <laughs> yeah, that they, 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 they are, yo send over the the wildest Russian serial killer. Send over uh, three of them tanks. We like those. Send over a cache of M16s. We don't mind that. AKs again. Well, that shit you send in the Ukraine, send it this way. Exactly. <laughs> um, just, I, they, I, I could, I get it. Like, I, in my mind, I imagine a scenario and they're like, all right, can we get Brittany and, and, um, and Paul Whelan? We'll send over this arms dealer. They're like, yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> just Brittany. Like, come on, just throwing up. Yeah, like, I, I, I'm not surprised. I don't understand either people who, People who are saying this either just don't understand how this stuff works. I don't, but I could see, I could imagine some of these scenarios. Mm-hmm. Or they know, but they being political about it. Like, oh, Biden's getting jerked over. He's an old doofus. But it's like, mm-hmm. yo, that's actually, when you think about all the possibilities that's out there, that was actually a good deal. Because I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure they're like, I bet, like, 
We could we'll just wait the five years till the sentence is done. Fine. And mm-hmm. America had to be like, all right, okay. Let's yeah. do this. Yeah. Like he look happy in there. He chilling. Yeah. <laughs> compared, compared to Russian prison, he chilling. Yeah. Nah, it's um yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's a tricky situation. But uh, and then plus you act like they're not on the internet. Like they don't see the interest level that she's a celebrity. Right. So once you were they're like, yeah, her value just went up. Yeah. yeah. We're not giving you both. Um the Kanye roller coaster in 2022, man. We went from watching him date, what was that girl's name? Something Fox. Yeah, the one from uh, um, Gemstones. Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems, Uncut yeah. Gems. yeah. Yeah. Uh, to, to wanting to kill Pete Davidson, to go declaring war on the Jews, I guess, for lack of a better term. Like, um, kind of like, I guess if it was a train ride, I would have got off halfway through. Yeah. It was kind of entertaining in the Kardashian, uh, Pete, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, Davidson of it all, but then it got weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I won't lie to you. It was tragic, and we shouldn't have been so entertained with the Pete Davidson part of the Kanye saga for this year, mm-hmm. but we were. And then once Pete left the picture, it was like, yeah, he got, it, it got really weird. Now it's just not fun anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. And it was it was tragic with the, when Pete Davidson was involved because we know that and he he's talked about his mental health journey and all that stuff, and to have like a someone who you looked up to right when you think about Pete Davidson's age and what when you match up Pete Davidson line up Pete Davidson's age and his his um like milestone milestones and growing up from a a kid to a young man and so on and so forth and look at Kanye Kanye's mm-hmm. role in it. Not personally, but just like from a pop culture figure, like he's probably like a hero to him. I think yeah. I know Pete Davidson really likes Kid Cudi, like on like a whole nother level. Kanye more mm-hmm. or less created Kid Cudi, you know what I'm saying? So that's true. That's to, true. to see, to, he's a hero to us, like to our general. Like I, I'm a, we went to one of his first shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, fr- I'm praying like one of his first. He was famous when we seen him, but, <laughs> but before, but he was it was a, he was at a college show. Put it like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah, mean, yeah. you know that, that that was huge. I mean, he was doing college tour, a uh, college tour. That and he did like meet it, meet and greet afterwards, and we didn't even have to like pay for it. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it was crazy, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah. So it, it must be sad on that level. A dude that's that's like something like twenty years your senior or something like that, fifteen twenty Disney. years. Like the to be in that way, like, it must be stressful. So, but then after, I think it was it was understandable. Like anybody, with a lot of non, a lot of people not going through mental health issues go bug out when their wife moves on. Yeah, ex wife, I should say, moves on. So that that was a little bit normal. And then he started success on top of it. Yeah, he still had the the Yeezy deal with Adidas. Or whatever the case may be, but once you start, once you lose all that, it's like even the Julia Fox stuff wasn't that entertaining. But it was like, it's Kanye, he's cool, yeah, <laughs> he's a billionaire, he's not, a, you know, what I'm saying. So it was like, ah, right, it's entertaining, it's entertaining, and then it just got sad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That I think, and right now I'm just, I, I get sad listening to his music. I'm not even, I don't even, I don't skip his songs because like, oh, the Kanye went Defcon and all this stuff. It's more mm-hmm. so like, man, it just doesn't hit the same when I'm, I'm listening to to some of his shit. Nah, hundred percent, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I've been waiting for the, the whole Kanye thing to turn around for years now, and it doesn't look like it's gonna. It looks like it's actually going in a, in the worst direction. Yeah. Um, won't lie though, I, I do I do uh, bump hard to this shit before 2006 though. I don't feel no uh, remorse before, but after that, man, I'm like, man. What, what was that? Anything before Yeezus, right? Anything pre Yeezus? Any for me, it's anything um, pre graduation. Uh, pre. Yeah, you don't include graduation. You don't think it's one of the, or you include graduation with that? No, all, a lot of his albums is dope. I'm just talking about listening without that sense of like, oh man, what happened to Kanye? 
Gotcha. Yeah. gotcha I listened gotcha. like half of Graduation and maybe a a, a third of um, Dark Twisted. But aside from that, like I'm like, oh man, what happened to Kanye? <laughs> Mr. Old Kanye. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right, Creep, before we get up out of here, man, top 10 things that happened this year that I may or may not have even known about. Um, number 10, Cope 27, loss and damage fund for vulnerable com- countries. Apparently, uh, poor countries are going to be helped uh, th- uh, that were heavily impacted by climate change and low emissions. Um, it'll cover the cost of any climate-related damage that these countries cannot avoid or adapt to, which is pretty big. I didn't know about that. Something I did know about, uh, the world population exceeded 8 billion in 2022. Uh, well, you know about that, right? You heard about that. happened in November, it looks like. Um... Something else I didn't know about, I guess Pakistan had a serious flood in August that killed uh, 1,000 people, uh, actually 1,300 people. Um, it caused $30 billion in damage in houses. Uh, that I, I don't know where I was at, and I'm, I feel like I read the news. <laughs> uh, but uh, the, rest of the, the rest of this list, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to do it like my man um, Mad Skills. When he does his year-end wrap-up, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to drop a little bar. Okay. You know, you know what I'm saying? Make a rhyme shit. <laughs> you, you, know I used to, you know how I used to spit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we need some protests and demonstration. The supermarket dealt with inflation. <laughs> how, did, <laughs> how did inflation hit you this year, Keith? Did you notice it at the supermarket or was it just something you seen on the news? Hell yeah. Well, not just the supermarket. Everything, man. Like... Even repair dudes who started coming to the crib, like if they work per hour, let's say, they'd be like, oh, well, this thing is 100 for the first hour, 65 for for the, each additional hour. They came back and said, oh, we changed our rates. Oh, okay, I could do a little 2% or whatever. Nah, it's like 125 for the first hour, chief, and then like another 90 for each additional. I'm like, oh, you got to be. What, what, what was the time gap between those two prices? It, like... Like a, a, month a month or two, like it was just a month or two of shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even mortgage rates, my like our property prices went up, which is a good thing. So if we wanted to refinance, in that sense, it would be good. However, the interest rates, like we, like interest rates, are something like three, four percent when we can't when we were buying, or like make like, yeah, about two point five to three point five now is something like six, seven, something crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Ah. Uh... They say it's going down, so don't get played. 2022 was a whole heat wave. Did you notice that this summer? This is one of the hottest year on records, bro. Many record-breaking temperatures caused wildfires. Even countries that don't even really deal with hot shit was dealing with hot shit. Yeah. I remember this summer, I was my stomach was fucked up like a week. Like that, that two weeks in a row, it was super hot. Uh-huh. Every day my stomach was fucked up. It was, I think, like, I don't I didn't even know that was a symptom of like heat, like overheating. Like I was just shit would give me diarrhea or some crazy shit, bro. That shit was nuts. Yeah, uh, symptoms of, of like heat exhaustion, heat stroke and shit like that. It's crazy because it's something that you just would not recognize. Like there's a certain point where you just stop feeling the heat and that's like dangerous. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. now I, that I feel it, I think the dangerous part of it is that you don't feel it on a day-to-day. Many people, especially if you live somewhere that has seasons. Like, and you worked at home. And I worked so at home. you didn't have to go out. Remember when you had to be out in the city? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the summer? When you have to go. You used to have to be at, Working be in the office and be, go, go out for lunch and shit. Like, well, yeah, I used to work in sales, so I used to be out in them streets. And, yeah, um, yeah that was absolutely awful. So, <laughs> and I felt it then, man. I felt it then. But right now, uh, but a lot of people don't notice it. I, I guess it's probably even worse as far as people not noticing um, now with so many people working from home. Mm-hmm. So it's so therefore they don't feel a need to like 
do their part to to you know keep the the cli- the climate cli- keep climate change at bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right about because then now we're seeing crazy storms in the wintertime too. Places that never got them before and right. all types of crazy shit. So yeah, yeah, it is definitely hitting us, man. Um, shit, my heart's an ice box like a Marion. Everybody forgot about Omicron. I forgot about that bitch too, but didn't pop back up. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Omicron has like two cousins that popped up this year, and that's why we're seeing the surge um, from right now with the the triple pandemic, with the uh, the flu, the RSV, and uh, COVID. Um, I forgot about Omicron. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I didn't forget about it because I, I, you caught it, huh? Yeah, you yeah, yeah I caught up Omicron. Oh, shit, yeah. caught up with you. Yeah, man. I had, remember, when I had that headache, man. I felt like Professor X is fucking with me, man. I had to like that shit, like. I just be in a room in in, in isolation, it's like ah, why? Like my entire forehead felt like, like it felt like my forehead grew right, like in my head. That's what I pictured myself. My forehead looking like a big old cliff, right? Yeah. But I look in the mirror, I still look like myself. I'm like, yo, my forehead is still normal, and I feel like this is crazy. <laughs> that was first first bout with COVID. That was my first and only bout with COVID. I think. Okay. Yeah. Oh man, um, overseas shit got real strange. Putin ran up in the Ukraine. Shit done fucked up all the gas prices and everything <laughs> when that shit happened. And um, I mean that's over here, but over there, obviously fucked a lot of things up for people. You remember all the people getting on the trains? Yeah, leaving the country, the mass exodus. Uh, Ukraine telling men they couldn't leave. Yep, <laughs> they had to stick around. You know what I'm saying? Um, and now they're dealing with that shit in the winter. I think we don't even we take it for granted, but like they it's cold as fuck over there. Like and and they like a lot of the the energy grid is still going out, you know what I'm saying? People dealing with some shit, you know what I'm saying? So thoughts and prayers are still with them and and yeah, that was that was when that was probably might be the biggest story of the year, right? Yeah, man, it's it's crazy like that. It probably is. I mean, just in when you think about all the stories, international. you know, na- international yeah. entertainment, all that all that stuff combined, like that story was crazy because like we knew Russia was crazy, but we didn't and we knew they were capable of doing weird shit, but like when it actually happened to a country like Ukraine, it, it's just crazy to think. Like, it's, it's, Ukraine's a sovereign nation. Mm-hmm. They happen to be neighbors of Russia. It's like, all right, Russia understands that the world is looking. Russia got enough of their own shit. Why, you know, but they did it. They went ahead and attacked it, and it was just crazy to Ukraine see. Ukraine putting up a people. good fight though. They they definitely putting up a better fight than I think a lot of people thought they would. As good as they fight as good as the fight uh is that they're putting up, I mean they still got casualties. So that's a that's a tough mm-hmm. thing. That's true. Yeah, you're hundred percent right about that. Um Megan and Harry had to say bye, but then came back when Elizabeth died. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth passed away, man. She's she's been alive for uh 90, she was alive, excuse me, for 96 years. Um, definitely one of the longest living monarchs and only queen that I knew. She's not the she's not the uh longest serving or longest uh said major the second longest ever reigning monarch. Oh really? Wow, that's uh, crazy. Somebody must have lived yeah. since birth or something like that. Maybe. No, yeah, I don't exactly. know. I don't know um, history and shit. Game, game. <laughs> or maybe but then this article doesn't say if it's if that's in the UK mm-hmm. or maybe they're comparing her to like some other monarch. Okay. Some other world nation. Okay. Um but yeah, yeah, definitely uh Queen Elizabeth passed away. That was that was bigger news than I guess I thought it would be. I didn't realize how much of influence she still had on it, but people do kind of uh love whatever the royals are going through. Um and this uh this last one, man. Um it seemed like the United States was going through distortion. 
right below our nose, they took away abortion. <laughs> How did that happen, right? That was a crazy story in American American politics, man. That I think the crazier thing is we you didn't realize how many people thought that was too far. I mean, I, I know a lot of liberal people probably think, of course, everybody thinks that people should have the right right to choose and all that type of stuff. But the truth is, is that even some liberals don't don't like the idea of abortion. But I think mm-hmm. um, you know a lot of people would like to see it gone with. But I think a larger portion of the country than I thought. It was like let's take it easy with like the complete ban stuff and all the criminal implications and stuff like that. I don't like mm-hmm. it. I don't like it too late in, in, in uh, into the pregnancy, yada yada. But people still have a right to do what they do with the consultation of their doctor or whoever. So, um, yeah, I think that was an interesting time in our history. Yeah, definitely. Now, is that why? Um, I didn't understand. I guess rights for same sex and interracial marriage were protected federally under Biden. That was something that I guess he signed into uh, gave federal protections for those. Now, was that in reaction to the Supreme Court overturning the abortion rights? Kind of something that they didn't do with abortion, but they feel like let's get proactive with these other things. I think so. Yeah, they may have their okay. I think so because like when you think about the the whole Trump thing, I think we we took norms. There was a lot of norms and stuff that's not. Uh, enshrined into the paperwork like it's not signed it's not a bill or whatever it is um okay so we kind of just lived our lives like oh yeah that's just how it is even when you look at mm-hmm. supreme court decisions a, a good example of a supreme court like it's not supreme court decisions aren't law it's just precedence it's like other courts in the future could be like oh look at this thing that happened in supreme court yeah like that's kind of the the guidelines like they just set in the bar but that bar could be moved it's not easy to move a lot of um, judges don't want to move it, but they can. So, mm-hmm. like, it could happen in a good way when you look at the three fourths of a man thing, right? Mm-hmm. That 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 was a Supreme Court thing, but then that changed down the line. But now you look at mm-hmm. this with the abortion thing, like Roe versus Wade. They said one thing, and the Supreme Court said, "Yeah, but this is you know was something like." 30, uh, 40 years later, it's, it's time for a change, and they they've made a new precedence. And once the, that becomes like the the law of the land, it's not a law of the land, but once the Supreme Court, the highest court in the land says it, now states are free to do whatever exactly. they, whatever they got to do. So now I think the legislature, probably on both sides are thinking, all right, we need to start putting some stuff on paper because even the Republicans are probably looking at shit like, all right, we're taking a lot of things for granted. Let's start putting some of our stuff on into mm-hmm. the law books. Got you, got you, man. It's been a crazy year. Um, definitely blessed to still be here. And um, that's another episode in the books, man. That's another year in the books, Keith. Yeah, man. Uh, where can my people find you at? Oh, social media, brother. Instagram, me and my underscore 35. Um, definitely tell your people find me on uh Instagram at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Also follow Perfect Talk on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. Um, every episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast is available on our website, www.perfecttalkpodcast.com. Um, every episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast, my radio show, The Night Shift. Also, the radio show I do with my brother, DJ Show, Money Talks Radio. Um, also, check me out every Thursday on Instagram, Instagram Live on AO Thursdays with the homie AO Niche, original founding member of Perfect Talk. Y'all remember, huh? Yeah, check us out every Thursday on Instagram. 8 p.m. is going down Eastern. Um, 
Every episode is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever your uh, podcasts are available. And if it's not there right now in 2023, we will be on there. Uh, it's a personal mission. Got a lot of big things happening in 2023. Check us out on YouTube. Leave a rating. Leave a like. Leave a review. Smash that subscribe button. Every time we drop something, you know about it. Keith, um, what, what was one of the... Uh, what are you watching right now? What are you, what are you watching on television, brother? Uh, that joint that the mandem has, has been raving about, uh, White Lotus. There are too many people talking about it. The joint on HBO Max. Is it a comedy? Yeah, I think it's a comedy. They might call it a dramedy. There's enough... Con- I'll say this. It's funnier than the last season or two of Atlanta. Um, and that's okay. a comedy. So Or dramedy. So I, I, I'll say <laughs> that. So it's, it's a... You know... It has an intricate plot and all that type of stuff, but there's a lot of funny shit that that happens in there. A lot of comedians yeah, in there too. Yeah, yeah. I, t- I saw the the poster for it, and I was like, I know her. I know her. Yeah. Okay, I, I recognize that. Um, do now. I don't know. You watched a lot of documentaries and things this year. Do if you were to off the top. I know this is off the top. Um, what was one of the top? I guess things you've seen this year, documentary wise or movie wise. Damn, doc. Well, movie wise, Black Panther two. Or Wakanda, yeah, top top movie of the year. Wakanda Forever, okay. at least for me, man, top movie of the year. And here's the thing, though, it's not, it's less about how good the movie itself is. It's about how it made me feel. Of course, there's the Chadwick, the Chadwick of it all. They had some good mm-hmm. good tributes to him or T'Challa within the plot of the movie, but really, it was a Chadwick, um, uh, tribute. But then, like, they they did their thing, man. I thought it was gonna be trash, honestly. I just did it because, yo, man. I'm black, black man. I'm just <laughs> black and black man. If they made a menace, if they made made a menace to society too, I'm there. Probably gonna be it's trash. Menace to society. <laughs> menace too. <laughs> and they would call that shit just menace too. If they made that menace just too. <laughs> old, old ass Lorenz Tate, who still looks young though. He got that feet on the Pharrell system, but yeah, hundred percent. Uh, the, the dude, the other dude that we haven't seen much of, or if they do some shit uh, from Belly, you talking about homie from Belly? He was in Be- yeah, with the with the uh, with the bop, the, the bob, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if they bring him, find him from somewhere, bring you know, take him out of the office he works in. Uh, <laughs> I'd watch it. I wouldn't have high hopes for it, but I'll watch it. That's that is, we are so nineties and we call this shit menace too. <laughs> like, that's exactly what the, that's exactly what New Line Cinema would have did with that shit. Yo, word up. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, but um yeah, so you said uh number one was uh uh Black Panther two and then documentaries. I know you said you seen some good ones this year. Uh I can't remember. Sports one you seen. Um what was it? The the Dream Team? That was that was Oh that joint was Dream fire, Team? yeah, the Netflix joint. Yeah. yeah. Uh that, I can't remember for some reason like Documentaries ain't just ain't jumping out of me. I mean, as far as like podcast documentaries, I listened to the Elizabeth Holmes joint, but that joint wasn't really fun. The only reason I enjoyed it because I watched the Hulu show, so I can't even recommend oh, okay. that joint. It was cool, but definitely that Dream Team joint is butters, especially if you like basketball. Yeah, 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 nah, definitely. And um, isn't it crazy how a podcast is always more interesting if you know the fucking subject matter and shit? Like, yeah. that? like, <laughs> like I could get into this shit. Okay, yeah. <laughs> nah, I discovered some some cool podcasts this year. I discovered uh, Nikki Glazer has a cool podcast. Um. Bobby Lee, I, I, I discovered two of his podcasts, um, Tiger Belly and uh, Bad Friends is the the one he does with Andrew Santino, which is actually pretty funny. Um, so I've been I got big in the podcast this year. Um, this was a good year, great year. Yeah. Thank you for supporting Perfect Talk Podcast, Keith. Thank you for all your efforts. We went video this year, bro. Yeah, man. On YouTube, you know what I'm saying? Bought me a little <laughs> camera, man. Bought me a little camcorder. <laughs> Did you get my shit all set up? 
<laughs> we out here, man. Uh, more blessings, more, you know what I'm saying? Uh, peace to your family and everything for the holidays. And uh, Happy New Year, man. Let's make 2023 a great one, brother. Say goodbye to the people, man. Peace. Peace.